www.ncradio.us. I want to make it clear that the views expressed by our hosts are not considered the official stance of MBR views. Remember, this is all about having fun and enjoying the ride. Jimmy, this some serious gourmet shit. It's a cup of coffee in the big time, yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. My coffee. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Veterans, do you take medication? At VA, prescriptions have a range of copay levels from free to $5, $8, or $11 for a 30-day prescription, depending on your eligibility. Refill by mail, in person, or on VA's mobile app. Sign up at va.gov or call 1-800-MY-VA-411. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the morning show. It's gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> strange having to change that moniker, but we'll, we'll get around it. We'll get through it. <laughs> welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Got well, yes, train. welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, I tell you what, because I want to I want to show him something real quick. Who's Mercury. Him? I want to introduce Mercury. He's gonna sit in for me just for a second. All right, we got we got new we got fresh we got, meat yeah we got in fresh meat. I'm gonna let him sit in so that Cade I can. man's here as well. So is, so is Papa Doc's. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. So tell us a little about yourself. Uh, my name is Mercury. I'm 24 years old. Currently a student at Colorado Media School. Ooh. <laughs> I hear I that school sucks. Yeah, they, they kind they, of they, you get cars stolen and uh-huh. you know people well they 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 taught Joel everything he knows. So yeah, yeah, so we're, we're other than what you, other than what you learn, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> um and yeah, looking to get a start in radio, so coming down here to learn from some of you guys. Uh so just super thrilled to to you know be a part of this and Get started learning the ropes, getting out there in the real world. So I'm pretty psyched about it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're we're glad to have you. And uh, we had uh, one of your fellow students here last week. You know, Rado Dog. Is he in the morning classes? I'm not sure. Because we we may not have met him yet. Because I haven't met him before, other than so. It's nice to have some 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 fresh blood in here and. Guys that are eager to learn and 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 uh, we're more than willing to help. I think it's a great thing that you guys are doing. I heard you guys are gonna try to start your own show. Is that true? 
Yes. Uh, yeah. So we're we're trying to keep a little hush hush right now, but oh. we'll be we'll <laughs> be releasing some promos yeah. and giving you some more details and stuff. But. J- jury stricken that last uh, statement from the record. I mean, we 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 put out a little teaser that something's coming. So. All right. Well, I, I'm excited so. because I you you know other than veterans uh, advocacy that that platform you guys are talking about is right down my alley. So. I'll definitely be a guest speaker on there. Sweet. I'll just, Sounds just good. kind of uh, <laughs> invite myself. <laughs> hey, for the first few shows, probably just us two in here just so we have a oh, get yeah. comfortable gonna, and get our I'm flow gonna, I'm going to give you guys several months you know, to get it together. You guys are going to need a lot of time. We're we're really hoping to be able to have like some fan interaction and like have people be able to to share their opinions with us too. And that's a great you know, idea. Like yeah, that's the main thing. Get people involved with the show. I think that's the best part about um, creating, whether it be TV shows, radio shows, any sort of event is just being able to highlight, like let your fans interact, like let people out listen to the show, have a little bit of interaction with it, be involved. Um, I think it just makes it shows like that more special, you know, more, Intimate. More meaningful to the yeah, viewers. More you know? intimate. Yeah. yeah, that's that's always nice. Yeah, I think that's a good component to have. And uh, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I just met you, but caveman over there, he's pretty knowledgeable. That guy's got some some real knowledge about uh, sports and stats and all that stuff. I um, I was impressed. Yeah, I'm. Uh, my mic's not on. I'm. Uh, I'm. Let's see here. There we go. Sorry. I'm super interested in hearing his take on the. Uh, on the whole Russell Wilson benching. Oh, yeah. Actually, I, will, I don't want to hear your opinion on that, too, Mercury. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But one of the things that I want to bring up before we go on break, we're not a political show, no. but one of the things that I want to bring up is just recently, yesterday, it was announced that Maine, Maine? has removed Trump, Trump off of the ballot. Now, not just Colorado. No, I, 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 no yeah, it's not just states? Colorado. It's not just California. Now it's Maine. Okay. I'm sure that all this stuff will play out and everything will get, you know, cleared. Okay. But one thing that I do find interesting is Abraham Lincoln was the last president to be left off the ballot like this. And you know how that started. The, one yeah. of the reasons why that started the Civil War. I, I don't think it was all about slavery. I think a lot of it was about slavery, but it was also about like government. Like, yeah, because he ran what four times? Before yeah, he got, before he you know got the presidency. Yeah, I mean, he was he had a dismal dismal right. uh, outturn. Right. You know. He, I mean, that's the reason why. One of the reasons why they called us called him honest Abe because he was just being truthful. Yeah. He was being truthful. So uh, it's going to be interesting, uh, really interesting what's going to happen in the 2024 election. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's sure to be a chaotic year. Right. Yeah. But I do well, not. And then one other thing, have you heard about this? They have these, can you, everyone knows about AI now. Now they have, they're saying not only, in America, but globally, the elections are going to be tainted because people are putting out fake. Um, you know how they say, I, I approve this message, or, right? You know, I'm so and so, I approve. They're putting out AI stuff like that, you know, uh, propaganda that that could is completely fabricated. 
you know, so you're thinking, you know, you're pro Trump or whatever, or you're pro bite, whatever. And here's this message from your, uh, your, your, uh, constituent that says, you know, I'm all for, uh, legalizing heroin, <laughs> you know, and, and you're, you know, and it looks so realistic. You're not going to be able to tell the real from the fake. So they're saying that's going to really affect the elections. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cause, uh, cause of that. It's you know, scary, AI. like just how much they can make. I can. It is AI scary. Man. Sounds exactly like a person. That's yeah. Look and sound exactly like them. So you got to be really. They need to just always have those apps. Need to like forcibly have a watermark on every single video. To yeah, prove something, that it's an something. AI. That's what I was saying. I was like, or, like or, or at least let's get some laws in place for these this AI technology. It gets to the point where it's like. <laughs> not just like a silly online joke anymore oh, like that's pretty crazy yeah. well, I'm, I'm pretty sure i don't know which companies is in i know one of them that it's involving is microsoft word mm -hmm. but there is a lawsuit that just happened a couple of days ago with microsoft uh, about the ai um like google programming i think it was they're they're telling Google, hey, you you took our idea for AI or, or, or something like that. So, you know, that's going on in the news. Also, another thing that I, my my list is over there. Another uh, thing that I wanted to bring up in the news was, um, that's all you had was Lincoln and uh, Trump. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, well then, with that being said. We uh before we go to break, Mercury because you guys will change places after we, we go on break. Um Mercury, what do you think about those Cleveland Browns? Oh, the Browns? Yeah. I look, I'm a Joe Flacco fan. Always. Are you really? Always. I, I'm just what he's doing is he's underrated. I mean, he's underrated. So, so, so Mercury, he's I, have 38. I have a question for you. Why did he suck so bad when he came to Denver? Because he, is, I, I agree with you. He is a heck of a quarterback, and he gets he's he can do some great stuff. He's got some great uh, achievements, but man, did he suck when he was here in Denver? That's yeah, just well, that. That's just that Denver flu. Every I'm quarterback telling you, man, Manning, I'm telling you. You just need yeah. another quarterback with a gigantic head, and <laughs> you guys will be good. Especially made helmets. You know, you ain't lying, man. I tell you, oh, all God. the time, every year, I hear the same stuff from like. Raider fans talking about how bad we are, blah, 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 blah. Finally, I, 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 I said to a guy, I'm like, you know, I don't know why you, you Raider fans, you guys are like the Broncos. Every time you guys, like, win three or four games right in a row, <laughs> you think you guys are going to win the playoffs. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. the last time, the last time that the Raiders went to the Super Bowl, Facebook didn't even exist. Right. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, okay? Keep it in perspective. Right. And then the next thing is Raiders and the Broncos. There's no rival, people. There is absolutely no rival. In fact, why? Because they moved to Vegas? Uh, no, there's no <laughs> rival because they both suck. In yeah. fact, you know, <laughs> what they need to do is they need to create a participation trophy. You yeah, know, yeah. hey, there I'm dead last, but we just want, and we'll just call it you the know, Bronco Cup. And you have to, you, and you pretty much can say that our whole division sucks because even KC's not the powerhouse that they were. Oh, well, they look, you know, really bad. They, right. They, they well, how look at Kansas City? Like, Kansas yeah. City was really good, but like, Holmes is starting to show his age. Well, that's I mean, what I'm talking the, about. The Chiefs aren't. You know, they they yeah, lost the to the Raiders guy. on Christmas Day. The Raiders didn't complete the pass after the first quarter. 
and yeah. they lost right to them still. I, how do you do that? How do yeah. you lose to a team? How, how did they lose to the Broncos? Complete the pass after <laughs> <they scored? laughs> how did that happen? But you know, I, I agree with you about Flacco because you know a couple weeks ago he was sitting on the sideline, and I, and I saw him, and, and there, I was watching the game, and I see him, and I was like, man, I know that guy. That's Joe Flacco. I didn't even know he was still in the league. I didn't even know he was still alive. <laughs> I think the reason he's doing so good this year is, I mean, he's the fourth option for the Browns. Yeah. He's coming out of the retirement. I mean, he's just playing like he's got nothing to lose. Like, yeah. Well, he doesn't he's, have anything to lose. He's their best option. He's just yeah. – And he's yeah, only he's played three games. Yeah. Usually it takes four games for an NFL team to find your holes, your weaknesses, right. and then boom. boom, it happens. You know, I, I honestly think that's what happened with Denver. We were doing really good, and I think Detroit, you know, dissected – and showed a roadmap on how on how to beat them, and because they showed a roadmap on how to beat them, that's the real reason why Russell Wilson got benched. I don't think it's because... well, you know, and, and I don't think it's fair to to put all the blame on him. He They're had no scapegoating protection. So yeah. Oh, exactly. They're exactly. scapegoating. I mean, what about so your offensive line? If you don't have, I don't care who you are. If you don't have protection for your line, that's true. You're not going to be able to perform. I don't it's think just... Sean Payton trusts him. I mean. You when Russell plays like his, he's either throwing checkdowns and screen passes or he's just hucking it down the field. There's no intermediate pass. I mean, that's with probably Russell, with Russell Wilson. When Sean Payton makes a mistake, it's highlighted compared to if yeah. Wilson doesn't make a mistake. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't think and, and be rating be rating a veteran much. quarterback uh -huh. like Wilson on the sideline. That's just that's just unprofessional. Dude. I'm sorry. Right. That's unprofessional. You want to yeah. you want to chew his ass? Take him into your office and chew his, the shit out of him. But you don't sit there and berate him in front of millions of people and make him. You know, I, I just didn't agree with that. And and you know, like you said, I mean, Russell Wilson is one dimensional. He he doesn't do second take, second look, third look. He isn't. You know, you'll see him throw a double or triple coverage, and he's and like, you got a guy wide open on the other side of the field. Yeah, right. He and, just went through his reads. Yeah, he just went through his reads. Pass. You know? He's just not that kind of person. And I think one of the reasons why he's not that kind of a person is, do we know any quarterback that runs that has more than one read thing? You know, it it, it kind of takes some effort to do like two reads, three reads, and then you run. Like he his has no safety time. net yeah. is his run. His run, yeah. And he hasn't done that much pocket. running the, from last year compared to this year. Yeah. You know, I, I think last year Russell Wilson wanted to be a pocket passer. Sean Payton comes in. Sean Payton does the Josh McDaniel thing with like Tebow and crafts an offense to, you know, strengthen, you know, his strengths to hide his weaknesses. But Detroit Lions. I mean, that's when it all went downhill. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, but I mean, there was other games like the Texan game and um, other games that we lost that we should have won. We should have won. You know, now Detroit, sorry, dude, we're not in their league. I mean, they're, yeah, they're tough this year. This oh, yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl. I don't care what anybody says. They're, they're definitely going to the Super Bowl. That would be yeah. sweet. They do. They're a that little soft sweet. defensively. I mean, it's been, what, 40 years since they yeah. made the playoffs? It's been so long. Oh, they're they're having their first home playoff game since the nineties. They clinched the North, yes. Yeah, yeah, they won the North, so they get at least one home playoff game. I tell you what, a Super Bowl that I would love to see. I don't think it would ever happen, but the Ravens 
against the Cleveland Browns. That would be an awesome well, Super Bowl. That, oh, because of the history and everything. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, could yeah, be yeah. the AFC championship game. Yeah, yeah, yeah that could be this AFC. season. They're in the same conference. It, I can't the is the Browns conference. AFC? Yeah, yeah, they're in the same division. Why was I thinking they were NFC? No, they're AFC. Oh. Yeah, the Ravens and the Browns are both uh, AFC North. Yeah. Okay. I, I told you you didn't know shit about sports. <laughs> so, well, actually, the Browns are one of the three teams to have beaten the Ravens this year, too. Yep. Well, it's that time, guys. We're going to go on a music break. And when we come back off of that music break, we're going to be hitting the What the Segment. So we're going to find out what does Caveman have for us? Or what does Mercury have for us? Sunlight, holy night. 
all is bright Round young virgin Mother and child Holy infant soul Tender and My name is George Barham. I'm one of the members here at uh, Bone Hill Hunting Club. And this is our fourth year of hosting Ranger Road. I never served, so it gives me um, even more of an appreciation and uh, more of a duty to give back to those who have helped solidify our country. And it's just been great. So we're eager to get out um, in the outdoors and, and sit on some stands and create some awesome memories for guys all across the United States that have come, flown into Texas. We've been able to pick them up, entertain, and just have a great time and just experience this together. Um, each veteran goes through their own, their own journeys, their own personal struggles. Uh, however, for guys like George, Roy, who's the owner of Bone Hill, and you know, shooting straight taxidermy, and obviously Ranger Road, they get to kind of unwind from that or have a reset. And that's, that's a huge uh, game changer. Ladies and gentlemen, to the morning show. Um, we're live here uh, in the studio with Mercury. We've kind of switched gears, so yep. we got Caveman on the Welcome. mic. We're, we're, Mercury we're, in the background. It's a learning process right now, Caveman. This and, is a learning studio. Yeah, Caveman and uh, Mercury, they're, they're switching places because starting Wednesday, they've got a brand new show that they're coming up, and they've got to learn each other's jobs, kind of, so... Uh, it's okay. All of us have a mic. Um, my my father is visiting from Indiana here for the for the holidays, so it's a it's it's a packed studio today. Um, oh, yeah. I I don't know where Roto Dog is. He must be sick. There, the sickness is going around. First of all, it's so, Rado Dog. Rado Dog. Okay. He doesn't work for a plumbing company. <laughs> <laughs> You never know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So and the the highlights, we we never. Well, first of all, we were at that moment. It's the what the segment. Those are cool tats, man. Oh, those are cool tats. 
Those are cool tats, man. Oh, for real. Thank you, bro. You yeah. see the Cobra? I mean, what is this one? Oh, this? Uh-huh. That's my credo. No regrets. Mm-hmm. You have no regrets? Dad? No. Like, not even a single letter? No, no. way. <laughs> not me. I love him. I think he's great. Okay. I think he's a real winner, Casey. If I were you, I wouldn't use protection. What the? Okay, so I think the what the segment is supposed to be your specialty today, Caveman, or was that the drop the mic? I think this kind of fits on either category, though. Okay. I saw this video. I was just on YouTube at like 2 in the morning one night, and yeah. I saw this dude was like the gun drummer. So he just like does all the percussion to songs by shooting his guns into like the forest near his house. Uh, it sounds really good. It's like it takes a lot of talent, honestly. I got the yeah, video. Yeah, that sounds on pretty, for pretty, us. pretty innovative. Let's see this. He's got he got Twista at his like house and stuff too. They made a whole video. You're, you're good whenever. So that we don't get hit with uh, copyright laws, infringements, but uh, so 
these, these yeah. guys that are doing this, are they from the school? No, I just saw that on YouTube scrolling one night. Oh yeah, like, we're we're got twisted. Yeah, we're surely gonna get hit with copyright. Sweet. <laughs> you know, if we get when we get hit with copyrights, I'll reply to it. Caveman made us do uh, it. <laughs> we'll forward that email. You're gonna you. you're gonna be our Russell Wilson. Caveman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Oh yeah, I'm many people's Russell Wilson. Let's hey, be honest. Hey, bro, I saw I saw a TikTok commercial the other day. That it reminded me of you. We got your show coming up. We need to do a TikTok with the like the Geico thing or whatever, and it says, "I'm back." <laughs> oh, the, the caveman! Yeah, dude? the caveman's yeah. back. He's back. He back is back. Then. I'm gonna write and see if uh, if he'll he'll come on your show. We're gonna write that him sick, saying actually. that you're his legitimate uh, child or whatever, <laughs> you know. That that's oh, really good. Him. Son or brother, he's got to <laughs> right. come hang out, meet the family. He missed the holidays. Uh, okay, so you know that video just shows me that you, you can do anything on video anymore. Now it doesn't it doesn't take much. Like you can, all you have to do is come up with a sick beat, and then you can be like cheeseburger, <laughs> cheeseburger, <laughs> and with a with a nice beat. Anybody will watch it, yeah. especially you know shooting weapons like that. H have you ever shot a weapon like that, caveman? Not a not an assault rifle. Okay, I've shot like a handgun before. Okay, you you well, I know you have. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, what did you beat. take on it, Mercury? Oh, I thought that was really cool. I mean, he was dual wielding them, which is pretty impressive. I have shot an assault rifle a couple of times, and that's. That's tough to do. Just one with one hand, you know, being able to secure that. So that shows some real weapon know how to be able to you know, do it. He had some guns holding the, the, the yeah. guns, you know. So. Yeah, that's true. Pretty strong. Dude. I, I'm not very strong, so I, I need the two arms to <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta worry about that kickback. Yeah. Just gotta worry about that kickback. All right, so is other than other than this video, what, what else you got for us, caveman? Um, Arizona Wildcats got a huge upset against Oklahoma, Oklahoma last night in the Alamo Bowl. Yeah, yeah they was, won by uh, like two scores too. Yeah, that's huge for them going and, and, into and the wasn't, Big Twelve. Uh, though. Wasn't isn't Oklahoma ranked higher than? Yeah, they were the twelfth and, and the fourteenth. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I was at the gym, so I caught a little bit of it here and there. It was like, well, of, this is a season for you know, a normal. I mean, exactly. They came out of nowhere with their nine and three record. Oh, kind of like nobody, kind of like it. the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they do in uh, college basketball, though. They're usually always a one seed, and last year they got upset in the first round, so nobody really got to see any tournament play from Arizona last season at all. And they're like one of the powerhouses when it comes to basketball. They recruit heavily. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that lawsuit is still going on with the whole Florida State not making the playoffs. I wonder if they, uh, if that lawsuit's still going on or if they've like pushed it back. Cause oh, that, yeah. I forgot there. That, that lawsuit, I think that's going to shape not only college football, but it's going to shape college basketball. It might even shape uh, the NFL pro 
also because uh, the NFL is a nonprofit and it makes it like all 32 teams or whatever is considered like their own entity. So that's how they get a, away with that. I, I guess um, they brought that up because of the reason why they were benching Russell Wilson. Because they were, they say that they're benching Russell Wilson. The the true part is because of his contract, and somehow with like the so they're gonna take about a hundred fifty million dollar hit, roughly. Yeah, I, I you know guaranteed I guaranteed money that he's gonna get. I mean, either way, either way, they have to pay him like thirty nine million this year and yeah. thirty nine million next year. And what I what I understand is like. But I don't know. Well, I think a big part of it is, is there's a, an injury clause in there that if he were to get hurt in these last two games, they have to pay him like another $20 million more than they would have to. So this, this is to keep him healthy and then to keep him from hitting some of those incentives so they don't take such a huge cap hit. Well, I mean, they did go to him. What was it? Like two or three weeks ago, they did go to him and say, hey, look, you got this. You got this clause. You can't play if this clause is still there, you know, kind of thing. I mean, they did go to him, but you would think that if they was that worried about it, they would have they would have went to him to first of the season before the season even started. Well, yeah, it's not like it was his first year. I mean, he's he's been struggling since he got here. Yeah. He had a better year to this year. Right. He lost 20 pounds and a little more mobile yeah. and stuff, but He's been struggling ever since he's been in Denver. It's not anything like, new. This well, is his and best I, season in and Denver. And I think he's been he's struggling. Just not the same guy. Yeah, I think he's been struggling. Well, it's he, a new he offense. Brought that he's not used to, himself, I, mean, I don't want to make an excuse for the guy, but it's a new offense for him. He's so many years in Seattle. It's a completely different offense than. Well, especially when you know you're the you're the chief, you're the messiah, and then you PCS or you go to another football team. And, like, you have to start from scratch, yeah. you know? And, you know, in his defense as well, I have to say he's been a consummate professional. Dude. He's not that, uh, that's very not true. said anything on, on, on the press conferences. As a matter of fact, when they when he found out, they, what did he say? He said, uh, God's got me. Let's ride. Looking for, looking for, yeah, let's ride. Look, looking forward to what's, for, you know, he could have been a lot worse than that. that that's I mean, the guy's just been incredibly uh, – have shown incredible restraint. I mean, that he hasn't lashed out or said anything or, you know, TikTok, whatever. Well, TikTok, toe, whatever you guys call that stuff. <laughs> but, he is uh, a very humble guy. Yeah, he's kind of Aaron Rodgers, the whole situation. I mean, it's not just because he has a, you know, <laughs> totally badass wife and stuff. You know, it's more than that. Don't be so shallow. Did you bring that up or did I bring that up? I think you brought that up. <laughs> I think I, you brought uh, – and what, what's this uh, shallow? This is like the second week you've right, called, you out call, like called me shallow. Well, yeah. We see where your head's <laughs> pointed at. Well, it's already been confirmed that I am. So. <laughs> I, need, I need company. You know how the old saying, misery loves company. I, I need some company. Oh, man. You know, I tell you what, talking about misery. So one of the uh, – one of the traditions that me and my ha my dad have is every time he comes to visit here, we like clean out the garage. Like when I go there, and, you know, I help clean out the garage. You know, it's just something that we do. 
This whole this man, he does it again. The first time he does it in the car, you know, he farts. He doesn't roll it down. He just, he just, you know, ah, oh, you know, let's let's see if he gets it kind of thing. You know, yeah. he doesn't say anything. So just spreading now, the love, spreading the love. Now we're we're in the garage. And have you ever had somebody that like farts right there in the garage and then just walks away? Doesn't even warn. He doesn't say nothing. Just walks away, and he's over here giggling laughing and you know what he did okay if somebody is like in the swimming pool all right and they're over the side and like you get closer and closer and it's uh, the more closer you get and they're smiling go the other direction they, they're peeing that's the reason why they're off to the side right. and they're like you know in that vague constitute like they just got done eating a thanksgiving meal at goma they're right. just sitting Ready there you know nap. thinking about it. yeah whatever you whenever it's warm like that just just move to the other way you're you're getting ready swim to away. swim in their pee yeah. but yeah he does that thing i i, I couldn't believe it you know and don't get me wrong. In every language, it's funny when somebody farts or, or well, something. It's, a, it's definitely a guy thing. It's, oh yeah, little kids thing. Because yeah, like my wife gets so mad when I rip a big one, and <laughs> and it's disgusting. And, and me and my granddaughter are just cracking up, man. We're like, ah, right? That was a good one, Bumpo. You know, and she just don't encourage her. Don't encourage her. I'm like, no, whatever. <laughs> You know, we think it's funny. There's nothing funny about it. I was like, well, we're guys. You know, I was like that before I got married. Yeah. I'm sitting there, you know, I let it rip. I mean, I don't know how many times we went into Walmart and my mom would walk through the aisle and it would be like a Focusaurus. <laughs> you know, as she's going through the aisle, you know, and then people are like, you know, kind of looking at her or whatever. But, my, you know, my, my dad's over here. He's looking at these fart prank jokes, you know. <laughs> you know, the guy with the fart prank machine, you know, he's walking. And... Oh, yeah, there's an app now. My my grandson has the app, or it has, or oh, it's my granddaughter. Yeah, it has like 60. This is a fart soundboard. Oh, dude. <laughs> if you go to Alexa and tell her to fart, she'll fart. You didn't, didn't know, know that? that? No. Really? That's so unladylike. Wow, Alexa. <laughs> the wonders of modern technology. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Um, but, hey, you know, before we go any further, because we're getting to the uh, almost to the top of the hour, we're going to be dropping the mic here soon. We want to give a huge shout-out to Dunkin' Donuts for always catering. Uh, yes. We want to give a huge shout-out to some of the radio stations that are covering us. Uh, Internet Radio Network, Sky Blue Radio, Star Radio, Basics Radio, and DV Radio, and of course, as always, you know those military uh, businesses, those military organizations. Make sure you go and support them. And one of those that support us a whole lot is OperationGoodBoy.com. If you have a dog or a service dog, or you want to get some treats, anything that you would get from Petco, you can pretty much get from them. Put, put in military discount radio and you'll get a, a, a small little uh, fragrance of discount right there. So with that being said, um, before we go to a top of the hour, we are at that point where we are dropping the mic. Well, don't worry. Don't worry. 
I'm not gonna do what you all think I'm gonna do, which is just flip out! All right, a lot of controversial stuff in Hollywood this week. Um, the biggest one, it, what, what was I going to talk about? It was, uh, it, it, oh, I had it on the tip of my tongue. Dang it. And now, oh, um, no, I, go, go ahead, caveman. What, what did you have for your drop in the mic? Well, I what I think about this. Um, mine was Gun Drummer at first. Okay, but Arizona Wildcats with their win. You think of one real quick? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it, it's okay. I I, th I think the uh, I think the the biggest drop of Mike honestly this week. I mean, we already talked about it, but. It, it was kind of the the Russell Wilson situation, um, you know. And the, the only reason why I that's kind of dropping the mic for me is because he just had a baby. He just had a baby, and oh, now you bitch baby. him. Yeah, he will be able to survive with <laughs> $150 million. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, $39 million. How is this And then he's got his wife that's, you know, a high-paid, you know, star in, in her own right. Yeah, they might struggle for a while. Well, what happens if I told you? And the, I don't see this happening, but just what happens? It would be a storybook story. But what happens if the Broncos released him or, or, or they cut him, okay, at the you know, end of the season, and he signs with Seattle Seahawks, and then he helps them go win the really playoffs? you they're going to want him back? I don't know. I don't know. Hell, look at Locke. Everybody in – I know. What is it about Denver, dude? I don't get it. I don't. I'm telling you, dude, it's the, the Tebow. It's the Tebow karma. That's what it is. Why? Because they did it dirty? It's the Tebow curse. That's what I've always called it. The they Colorado made fun curse. of him because he was a convicted Christian and he, you know, <laughs> he wasn't afraid to share his, 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 uh, you know, his beliefs. And we, we made fun of one of God's strongest soldiers. And now God's punishing the Broncos. Yeah, so maybe so, man. Maybe so. Because. Something about it. They go to other teams, and these guys just kill it. I don't know. Well, what. heck, it's it's nothing like uh, you know in Power Field. I'm I'm surprised that they're still around. Usually, when somebody buys the the stadium, the first year they're bankrupt. Look at the sports authority. Yeah, you know. And then in Vesco Field, I I thought they were bankrupt, but when we went to Atlanta, uh, Georgia, I saw a Invesco. Um, you know, insurance, one of their buildings. Mm -hmm. So evidently they're not bankrupt, but it seems like Colorado has that curse. That's for sure. Hey, if you want to join in the conversation or if you want to roast me, 720-619-0627. You know, there's just a lot of stuff that, uh, that happened this week. I think the one thing that I was going to bring up is Hulk Hogan. Everybody knows him. Hulk Hogan, he promoted that he got baptized this last week. 
But was he lying about it? Well, I don't know, he, man. He because never tells the truth my, about anything. Hey, when he was when he was talking about being baptized, I'm thinking to myself, "Wait a minute, man! You was telling me when I was eight years old, nine years old, that I needed to eat my vitamins and say my prayers, and that I would be a hawkster. And you're just now getting baptized. I mean, well, he yeah. once told somebody that he was on the road wrestling for like 368 days in a year, which. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You, you do the math. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's 168 days because he counted the time zone from like Germany. That's over what he was the saying. Twice. He said that because it was he went here. to Japan. <laughs> He's saying he went to Japan and got three extra days yeah. on the road. <laughs> That's a pro wrestler math right there. Yeah, yeah that is pro wrestler. Got math. dropped on his head. Well, here's a highly intelligent. Here's a question: Does does leap year the does Overseas, do they go by the leap year too, as well as they do in the United States? I don't know how that works so. actually. I, I just wondered because so. you know we're 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 still using the what is it? You're, we're we're still use what is it? The metric system to the no, we're using the imperial imperial. Yeah, yeah. We we uh, we're the only idiots in the world that are still using uh, leap year and daylight saving. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's no hope for us. Daylight savings, big one. Yeah, hey, I will say we did get it right putting the month before the day because I'll see like Europeans dating something and then it's like twenty seven oh seven twenty twenty three. I'm like, how? What? You, what's the twenty seven month? What are you guys talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So put putting the month first is I think that's it's just one through twelve. Very yeah. Very simple. We got the that one right. way to read it, honestly. So you know, we never asked you, Mercury. Yeah. What was the highlight of your Christmas? We already know what the highlight for V and for Caveman was. We never asked you your highlight. Uh, I think for me, uh, it was my first Christmas where I went over to uh, my girlfriend's uh, parents' place for like the first half of Christmas. So we spent the morning there, uh, and I think I just you know had a really really good connection with her. Her grandparents, who I had, that was my first time meeting them. But yeah, that's some just really good. So you laid it on thick, did you? Them. Huh? So you laid it on thick, did yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, I was trying to make myself seem like the biggest sweetheart on the planet. Yeah. So well, I tell you what, and you know, I brought it up, but I see that since we restarted the computer, I lost it. But I brought I, what I was bringing up earlier was some of the uh, the top. 10 um resolutions so you know because today is you know well tomorrow's new year's eve um the what what is your uh while i look this up again no sunday's new year's eve oh yeah Yeah. sunday yeah so what what's your resolution for this year mine is to have no resolutions because to me, it's a crock. You know, you have a resolution, and then, you know, three weeks down the road, ah, well, try again next year. It's kind of like when you go to the gym, you know, at the beginning of the year, or you go to, you know, um, <clears throat> you go to things that you are trying to improve yourself, you know, maybe school or the library. It's always packed. You know, people are trying to, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to do it. So you just kind of, you know, if you're a gym rat like me, you just kind of, kind of endure it. You got to like, okay. It's coming. Just deal with it. 
you know, go in the middle of the day or just before they close and work out because most people are gone by then. But I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, if you if you if you actually utilize your, you know, and and really give the old college try, then I believe in it. But ninety nine yeah. percent of the population is just a feeble attempt at, at uh, their New Year's resolution. The so. gym for a couple weeks, yeah, and they're back on the same routine. That's so the like, biggest one. Like I remember when I used to go to Buckley to try to like work out and stuff, and I got aggravated, like. January, February time frame, and I'm like, oh, where do all these people come? And you know, the the, the person that I was working with me, they're like, oh, just wait till March. That's yeah. when it clears up. Just work out at home yeah. until spring, everybody. Yeah, right. just work out at home. Yeah, just walk. You can do a lot of stuff. <laughs> do you, do you guys walking. have New Year's resolutions? Uh not really, honestly. Yeah. Just kind of seems like you give yourself an excuse to give up on something exactly. and then try again yeah. next year. It's like, oh, this is my New Year's resolution. Then you're like, I'm not going to do it. And well, yeah, maybe that, that's a good point. So maybe make <laughs> it a little it more realistic. Don't make them so lofty. Right. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna try not eat sweets, you know. Yeah, like that's, doable. Times, couple, yeah, that's doable. Yeah. That's doable. That's you doable. Know? Not like, hey. It's like, I'm going to gain 30 pounds of muscle. I'm going to be yeah. the place kicker for the Denver Broncos. Going to be in the Olympics. <laughs> you might fail that resolution. Just say <laughs> But journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Start there. That's a good point. Good point. But with your resolution, and I and I think it's kind of credible if we we do it on the show. What is your resolution when it comes to radio? You know this this. This I you guys are doing it for a job. I like that. I later. like that. So mine would be, you know, we're unveiling a new name, kind of a new uh, look for the for the sh show. Yep. Coming up next month, and you know, I would honestly like to um, promote and make this thing grow. You know, and right. get it to a point where, you know, not only do we have a good following, but that we're reaching more veterans. That's right. the key. You know, I feel like uh, there's kind of a gap there. Um, so, you know, that's part of, you know, on my list of things that I want to do is really, you know, reach You talked about the VA maybe coming out. What are, What's the status on that? About the... The VA was going to sponsor us or something to that effect. Yeah, so the last thing that I heard from Michael Richmond was he was talking... He he was getting the history from the the creator Jim, and after he discusses you know the history of MBR, I think he's going to be talking to yeah, all we, the DJs. We know we know the the VA is notoriously slow. We know that. So oh yeah, it'll take time. Yeah, but uh, you know things like that can really um, help promote uh, the VA as well as ourselves. I, I want to make a, a better effort of like when I have our guest at Range Road coming on here in a couple of minutes, um, collaborating with the nonprofits that we have on our show, promote each other, you know, right. talk each other up, help each other grow. So, you know, that's that's one of the big things is, you know, that that's on my list for 2024 is to make this thing really blow up. Yes. And the uh, if you haven't caught it, the show is the. Why, why, why do I have the, the Revel Experience? Yes. Uh, I uh, keep messing that up. 
So my bad. And the show that you guys are starting Wednesday, what is it officially called now? Caveman? Are you um, still throwing around ideas? or? I don't know if this will be our official uh, Did we speak yet. prematurely? Well, I mean, it is <laughs> January 29th. And if you have December, December. Oh, yeah. It is. Why do I keep doing that? It'll it be... is December 29th. You should know the name of your show by now. HGTV Sports in the Cave. Oh, uh, there we go. Okay. I like it. I like it. This may change depending on what we can do with this logo. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, December 29th. Yeah. Try, try to keep that simplistic. Good luck uh, that. I, I have an idea for you guys, Logo. He's really good at that. Uh, you know, I only had, you know, 25 suggestions to improve my, my logo. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just needs something to work from. So I had a no, few rough really drafts. It's just like I wasn't seeing what I had in my reasoning. Right. So I was like, dang. That's the hardest part is. You see something in your head, and then you try to like put it on the paper, try to draw it out on there. And then it looks yeah. like crap. Doesn't and come. I think the best yeah. advice you gave is keep it simple. Dude. Yeah. Don't, don't, you know, yeah, you can spend a lot of time, you know, making it look pretty and different colors. And, and, and then when, as far as, you know, cost effectiveness, keep it simple, dude. Don't, don't go crazy. Keep it one color. You know, it's like going out and building a beautiful website. And then you got nobody, you know, you got no business, you know, you're like, well, shit, I spent all this money on my website. No one's, no one's visiting my website. Right. You know, so just keep it simple. Know what your, know what your product is, know what your end game is. And, and, and then go from there and the rest will fall into place. Yeah. I, I foresee a lot of people um, starting podcasts. I really do. I see a lot of people. Uh, starting a, a lot more podcasts. I see people that have been in this game for a while. I see them doing the same thing that I'm doing now, kind of like showing, teaching, giving like highlights, giving tips and stuff. Uh, but for for some people other than me, for some people, people is going to make money off of that. And one thing that I've learned, especially in like this year, is if somebody's on TikTok telling you how, you know, if you follow them, they can help you, you know, be your own employer and make 600 figures. And one thing that I've learned from that is if they learn a trade, they wouldn't be telling you secretly. They wouldn't be saying, hey, follow me for yeah. no, because people that make money, I've noticed. They don't help other people. They kind of keep to themselves, and that's how it is. So whenever somebody says, hey, follow me, and, and I'm going to subscribe, yeah, like subscribe. Was, guess what? They're not going to do that. There's a, there's a TV thing that uh, I want to be on TV something.com, and I joined that, that little group, you know, because it was free, and they kept talking about, hey, we got a big announcement coming up. This, you know, big announcement. And then every single big announcement, they had another big announcement for that day. And I'm like, you guys aren't selling anything. You guys are just, you know, keeping people on their heels, you know? It's like pro wrestling. Yeah. Every single episode, every show is like the biggest event. Yeah. Yes. Wrestling. 
Yeah, and I, okay. I, I got, I got sick of it. I especially got sick of it after the, uh, the blind line. But um, my resolution is, I'm going to work on like completely not smoking, like getting rid of the uh, the vapor. I'm going to be working on that. I'm going to be working on losing the, you know, losing like this baggage weight. Somebody said something to me. And we'll go to break after this because I'd like to know your take. I would like to know the listeners' take. I would like to know the viewers' take. But I have three people telling me ever since I've got done with the the chamber that that my yeah I was all done. I think last Tuesday, and I'm supposed to take like two or three month break, and then I go back for another twenty or forty dives that they say. I've had three people tell me that I sound different. That uh, I don't know about that, but you sure as hell look different. <laughs> my my vocals they they say that I, I'm a lot clearer. So is that why you said the other day to me that the demons have returned because you you're afraid you wanted to continue? Uh, I think the de- well, when I said the demons returned, like I was sleeping really good. Remember during that chamber, I was coming home and sleeping during the day. I can't do that no more. I'm like having a hard time getting, you know, to sleep, staying asleep, you know, body shakes or whatever. I tell you, if uh, you have PTSD, if you have TBI and you're laying in bed or laying on the couch and like your body jerks, don't worry. I don't think you're, I I don't think you're becoming Michael J. Fox. I I, I think that's just a, a thing that you get from like PTSD. I do it all the time. Yeah, so that's one thing that I was kind of worried about. All right, everybody, we're going to go on a uh, our next break, and when we come back off of our break, uh, we're going to be playing some nice videos of Ranger Road, and we're, we'll be talking to Ranger Road. Yeah, for the, Jeff Langston. Yes. One of the head honchos out there. No, yes. Great guy. I've known him for many years. Well, you can't leave yet. You still have to do Okay, you got it. All right. So, yep. Go ahead. So we're going to go on music break. And when we come off of that music break, we will be talking with Ranger Road. Stay with us. Don't go away. You're listening to the show that highlights all the nonprofit programs out there beyond the VA. You're listening to the morning show with me, Caveman H and Mercury. Stay tuned. I bet. my very first skydiving event. I haven't jumped in 38 years, so here I am getting ready to jump. Yeah, we're off. You ready to skydive? Let's do this. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> I came here today as a volunteer in a white t-shirt. They said, take that off. You're going to jump today. 13,000 feet, man, amazing. There's not much better than jumping out a perfectly good airplane. I recommend that if you haven't done it in your life, you need to do it. I just got up on my own. 
When you go from a high intensity job, a high risk job, to doing nothing, that's when a lot of people start having mental issues. So for me, it's the perfect release that I need. I ain't gonna lie, I was a little scared, I was skeptical, but uh, after getting up there and doing it, I think I could do it again. It was just such an adrenaline rush. Epic, tons of fun. I got to fly a little bit, it was a blast. The views, it's just beautiful, and the weather here is fantastic, so you can't, you can't beat it. Jessica Wyman here with Ranger Road. Gonna be jumping the American flag here at Ranger Road's annual Freedom Jump. Thank you to all of our veterans. Love doing this stuff. I got injured in Afghanistan in 2001. I was in a helicopter incident and after multiple surgeries ended up losing my right leg above the knee. I jumped into the Caribbean island of Grenada. I was the 17th one out the door and the 12th one on the ground. It means I had a partially inverted parachute, but my parachute was functional. I landed on a hard surface runway in the island of Grenada, fractured three discs in my back, didn't realize it. I was there on my fourth deployment. We're in the Zari district in Afghanistan, and we were just out on the patrol. We had found some IEDs, so I had taken out the EOD team to go deactivate the ID, and while we were there, I stepped on another ID. Back in 2010, the biggest bombing of mortars in Iraq happened while I was there. Two weeks before I came home, and I was close enough to a landing of a mortar, and with the impact, I got blown onto a T-wall, and that's all I remember. But here I am, luckily, enjoying this awesome event with this amazing organization with my brothers and sisters. I believe this event did help me out a lot, got me out of my comfort zone. I'm around a bunch of brothers and sisters that we served together. So I feel at home. I feel like I've known them forever. Uh, it's, it's great, it, the camaraderie, get together with other Marines and other veterans, especially ones that are also disabled, it helps. A lot of times these days, we don't get to have fellowship with fellow vets, especially fellow wounded veterans. We understand a lot of the things that each other goes through on a daily basis. It helps to be able to sit down and kind of vent some of our daily struggles. It takes you out of everything that goes on with us mentally, emotionally, and physically, and it allows us to live again. I don't do a lot normally when I want to, so this helps get me out of the house and plus it gets us around other veterans, which is always a good time. Plus you get to meet people like Robert here who I would have never met before and became good friends with already today. Yeah, we developed uh, that, that camaraderie that, you know, Brotherhood. I think that's, that thing that's important for all us veterans. That's what makes this event an amazing thing. I'll keep coming back and I'm gonna inspire other veterans that I do know to get involved in this program so they can get back on their feet and they can actually see that there's so many people out there that actually do care about us. Everybody at Ranger Road, I sure appreciate everything that you've done for all of us, man. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. 
uh, I'm super grateful that I got to come out here and spend some time with some other vets. Thanks, Ranger Road. Appreciate you. Thanks, Ranger Roads, all the volunteers, everybody for making this happen. Great to be an American. What's going on guys? My name is Mikhail Venikov, uh, founder of veteran nonprofit Ranger Road. A little bit about Ranger Road. The idea was to put together events and programs, outdoor type activities to assist vets during their transition phase and bridge that gap. Veterans and non-veterans working together, whether it be fishing, hunting, skydiving, scuba diving, mountain biking, etc. As long as it's an activity that Ranger Road covers, we're able to bridge that gap but not only are they having a good time, but that camaraderie and team building environment, just chatting about to their experiences and maybe some obstacles that they had to overcome and that another veteran may be facing and they're able to you know, help each other out. And that's the idea and the goal here within Ranger Road is to assist vets with needs through sports, outdoor activities, and get them going on the right path. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the morning show. It's going to be, like I said, it's going to be hard to get used to doing the uh, change of the name, but we'll figure it out, you know, sometime in March. I, you know, I'm looking forward to it, actually. I'm looking forward to it. And the only reason why I'm on, on the uh, camera or whatever is because I wanted to ask some, some, you know, good questions. So. Well, excited. Hopefully, we'll have yeah. you out for some races, and uh, you'll be able to participate. Well, and, uh, I, dude, when I was doing like some research on them, I was flabbergasted when I saw that they do like the skydiving. We, we, we did the skydiving here in Colorado not too long ago, and one of the reasons with our skydiving, I called it independence from like your injuries. For for like the longest time, you can be hurt, and then you're afraid to step out of your comfort zone. You're afraid to, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, get out of the car, walk out on the highway, that feeling that you get when you've been you know, driving for so long and then you're on the side of the road and you get on the highway, that, that, that kind of like new feeling that you get when you get out there. That's how I, how I felt with skydiving. And, you know, that's why we did on independence day. It was the day I said to myself, I'm not going to be disabled anymore. Mm -hmm. And we haven't did that ever since COVID happened. Actually, <laughs> it's been a while. I'd like to, that's one of the things I'd like to do this, this season. And with your help, I, I know I'll be able to, we'll be able to conduct something like that. Yeah. And that's one of the other things I want to do this coming years, do more things with you and do yeah. things, you know, do things together. You know, it's kind of hard to find, um, I hate to say this, it kind of sounds bad, but you know, other fellow vets that are into the same things that you're into. It really is. It's hard. It's hard to find a, a gym partner. It's hard to find a hunting buddy. It's hard to find, you know, a golf buddy. You know, that are, that are veterans because I, I have a lot of people that I do stuff with. Yeah. But I only do it through programs. I want to do stuff with you guys, just personal stuff. Like, right. You know, we're going to hang out. Hey, man, let's hook up. And I don't know how many programs I've done a a shit ton of, of, of camps and, and events with nonprofits. 
and I meet a lot of vets and we all say the same thing. Hey man, give me your number. Let's keep in touch. And we never do it. Or it's, it starts out good and then it fizzles. So it's something that you really have to be um, committed to is staying in touch with your fellow vets and, you know, doing a buddy check or doing a uh, welfare check and, you know, build on those relationships. Cause you know, they're, they're powerful. Right. Well, you know, there's a thing that they have here in Colorado, like a podcast group or whatever in Denver that everybody like comes together and they learn and stuff. And, you know, he was oh, talking it's not, about it's not a support group. <laughs> no, it's not a support group. It's just like a, it's, it's a fun group that you learn stuff. And that's one of the things that I would like to do starting in May is I would like to create the first like MBR camp where, you know, we take in so many people oh, and, like and they stay here in the studio and, you know, we order pizza or something like that, you know, maybe, maybe play cornhole out in the tuna uh, parking lot. That thing is a tuna can, that parking lot. It is a tuna can. And I know, I noticed that you used to park right up close to the building, but now you park around the end because it's because, so bad. Because, you got that big vehicle. because I, I feel like an idiot backing out, like, yeah. you know, two miles. Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the reason why. Um, but that's one thing that I would like to do for, like, the camp because Colorado Media School, they have, what is, I, I forget what they call it. They, they have, a, the, like, a three-day uh, media uh, like outlet or market. What do, what do you guys call it? Caveman? I forget. I haven't heard about that. It's not really a boot camp, but it's a pyramid scheme. Huh? The pyramid scheme. No, no, not the pyramid scheme. No. So Colorado media school, usually during like, I think it's February timeframe. They have a, a media thing where you come in, you, you do a lock, lockdown and you work on a media project for like three days oh so you oh, guys don't leave the building that. yeah that's pretty cool that is pretty cool yeah if you haven't did it i don't know if they do it anymore they they, they don't do the uh the intern hour award like they used to yeah, we, kinda, we do that here but... giving up they just they don't really run a tight ship over there anymore <laughs> to be real oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no comment. I won't say that. I can tell you that none of my teachers that that crafted me, that built me, they're they're not at the school anymore. Th those are some good teachers back then, man. I tell to, you, those are hard to find anymore. Oh my gosh, they are. But you know, I I know Dave Armstrong. He's over there. He's a pretty good teacher, and so is Holly. So, um, you you guys are you guys are set for success up there. I, I'm sure. But yeah. The good old days, we used to have like campouts and do media stuff, and that's kind of what I want to bring here to MBR. So, with uh, with that being said, we're uh, we're just waiting on our guest uh, to Jeff Langston. Yeah, I just texted him, and let's see what he said. Okay, all right. Well, while he while he does that. Uh, Oh, there we go. Oh. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It is the interview of the week. All right, there we go. There he is. Hey, welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome, Jeff. Jeff Lange, hey, oh. Ranger Road. How you doing? 
I'm all right. I'm all Makeup right. didn't show up though. Sorry, I look like this. Oh, oh that's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I, I, I think you look perfect. Yeah. All right. Thank you for giving us your time this morning. We really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah, you bet. So before we start asking you a bunch of questions, you know, uh, introduce, a barrage yeah, of questions. Introduce it. Well, now we kind of know what you do because we before we brought you on, we played like two like commercials. Um, tell uh, tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself. And what you bring to the table with Ranger Road. Yeah, Jeff, you got to kind of excuse him because he, he's really excited. He, 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 when I told him about your program, he, he, he wants to get involved so bad. So he's kind of like taking over my show. So, <laughs> but, but, but he means well. So, yeah, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, I'm Jeff Langston. Um, I've, uh, I'm the program manager for Ranger Road Motors. We run it like a committee. So, you know, we kind of have the direction go in the direction of what the vets want and what our wallet will allow. And um, I've been married for 28 years. I have two sons, Jake and Kyle. I'm a, I'm a civilian, patriotic civilian. I'm a son of a disabled vet. Uh, my father and I never got to connect and uh, as a result of choices he made after he returned back from Vietnam. And when he passed away, I found, uh, I found slash Ranger Road found, not sure who found who, but um, I connected with Ranger Road at a skydiving event in September of 2018. And uh, I've I've been in, I've been uh, in recovery for 32 years from uh, I don't do drugs or drink or do any more criminal stuff. I was a bad Congratulations. kid. That's awesome. I turned that around and have been involved in service, uh, volunteer service since I was a teenager. And it just so happened that when uh, I got involved, I wanted to share that gift, like what you you know the benefits of service with my sons, and. Then I found Ranger Road, and it's uh, the most appropriate place to do it for the most deserving uh, audience. Well, we really appreciate that, and and you know I've been involved with Ranger Road for probably about five years now, and it's just a great one of the many, but one of the one of my top two, I would say, uh, probably number one, because they're just great people. They truly, they truly are committed to vets. You know, there's a lot of. Like I said, there's great programs out there, and they love they bend over backwards for veterans, and they they really um, go the extra mile. But you guys are you know doing buddy checks and and texting and calling, and and you guys go the extra mile, which is highly appreciated. And uh, I think it kind of makes you guys stand out from the crowd because of the fact that you guys are um, in for the long haul, and you guys are fully committed. So I. Uh, I commend you for that. I, I love doing it. It's uh, yeah. it's pretty amazing, and I've met some amazing people, you know. And uh, you know, it's it's like every other volunteer organization. About like five percent of the uh, group does about ninety percent of the of the work, but um, 
it is rewarding, you know, and getting to know everybody and watching, uh, looking out for each other. Cause that's really what the program is, is we meet every week. Um, and we do a check-in on a meeting, like a, uh, a live stream meeting. And we talk about the race, but really we're kind of looking out for each other, making sure like, Hey, and everybody knows what's going on with each other all year long, you know, like, Hey, Josh, how did Rachel surgery go? Hey, right. you know, Hey Jordan, when's that baby coming? Hey, Jose, are you back in your robot legs? Like everybody knows about everybody else. And, mm-hmm. um, and then we get together and we party at racetracks five, six, seven times a year, you know? That's awesome. Such a great, such a great experience. I highly recommend it. And so let's say, you know, Joel here, um, wants to get involved. What, what's the, what's the protocol? What's the procedure that you would recommend Jeff for a newbie coming in? Yeah. Like, do you guys have a, and if you said, it, I apologize, I guess I wasn't paying attention, but you guys have like a criteria, like, do you have to be a percentage disability with a VA or can you just have served? I mean, does what, your what's discharge the, status matter yeah. and all that stuff? Nope. It's not like, uh, I think Joe Yant said it best. It's not like there's a certain level, like you have to be this broken to ride this ride. Um, you just a uh, veteran. That's, that's it. You know what I mean? Um, we also reach out to uh, first responders and it's sort of like a tiered system. Obviously, veterans second and you know second string would be first responders we don't really look at it that way and then really we invite the whole uh disabled community because it's it's a big transition to go from you know being an active you know stock everything still works person to going in and we've got guys you know like john marty he's been a one-legged dude for over almost 30 years, I think. Mm-hmm. And he gets like his life experience. He gets to talk to the other dudes who's a one, you know, or the other folks that are one legged person and share with them. Like, here's some tricks. Here's some things to watch out for. Here's some things that really work well, but the criteria for getting involved is you go to rangerroad.org. And, uh, when you get there, you'll see that we, we do as we do a lot of, uh, veteran abuse we throw them out of airplanes we kick them out of boats we make them sleep on the ground uh we put them in crappy race cars that are held together with bailing wire and zip ties duct tape duct tape yeah a lot of zip ties too um is it really a race car if it's not held together by zip ties not in my you know if you don't have race car stitches i don't know what you're doing exactly Um, you know so you go and you look at all these different programs, hunting, fishing, scuba diving, skydiving, uh, cage-side worries. You like to see UFC fights? The top of the food chain, Mikhail Venikoff, who started the program, he's friends with Dana White and hooks up tickets all the time. They'll go to Vegas and, like, ringside watch fights or, you know, first section. I don't know about necessarily ringside. but Is he still fighting himself? Sweet. He's training. I don't think he's actually competing anymore. Okay. But he could. I I wouldn't want to meet him in a dark. Oh, no, I wouldn't want to tangle with him either. <laughs> I went on a I went on yeah. a, a scuba diving uh, vacation with him at with Ranger Road, and we took some guys from Walter Reed. And this guy's out there flexing, man. I was like, dang. <laughs> he made yeah, you want well, to keep your shirt on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
And he's he's a full time. The guy who started the program, he was like Army Ranger of the Year a couple times in a row. Um, and when he when he got out, he started um, going to a gym where they had UFC training and you know mixed martial arts um, training and a team that competed locally and stuff like that. And then he was looking around and saw that a lot of his other friends that had just recently um, got out were falling apart. You know what I mean? Like I'm out of the military. I spend my time at the bar or running around with my homies or getting a, you know, indulging in things they shouldn't be indulging in a hundred percent of that. And, um, you know, getting, getting on motorcycles and doing 170 miles an hour and eating trees. And he's like, wow, what's going on with these guys? What's different with them? What are they doing that I, or what am I doing that they're not doing? Cause like, there's obviously like some guys are doing great when they get out and some guys are blowing it. And he realized it's cause he was part of a team. And that's when he started Ranger Road, wanting to put together these programs and these teams because you're less likely to, you know, it's kind of like an accountability partner at a gym or, you know, a buddy check. Like, yeah. hey, man, we're, but if you're isolated, you can do all kinds of dumb shit, you know, exactly. but you're part of a group and you got someone checking you like, hey, dude, you're kind of falling apart. You're, you know, it's it's a lot better. So that's when Ranger Road started and. You know, um, especially when that stuff's coming from someone that you respect or look up to or or right. have that commonality with. It means a lot more than, you know, a, a nagging housewife or a, 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 a nosy sibling or, you know, a condescending situation. You know, it, it, it means a lot more to, I believe, to a veteran when it's a, a fellow veteran saying that. And, you know, and Mikhail is such a personable guy, very approachable, very down to earth, just a great guy, always uh, another guy that's always willing to do go the extra mile to help out a vet or someone with a disability uh, that needs a helping hand. Yeah, for sure. And now he's he's a full time cop, married, has two kids under five. Like, I don't know how he's building a house. Like, it's I don't know. I think he sleeps about three hours a week because he's like going to Walter Reed every month and and checking in with the vets and stuff like that. And it's uh. It's really cool. I mean, it's a, it's an incredible experience. And like the normalizing of somebody with an injury, because I know the first couple of times I went, I was just kind of like looking around and waiting for someone to say something. And I think it was Colin uh, who was like, yeah, keep staring, dude. Maybe they'll grow back. He's a bilateral amputee, one above knee, one below, walking around on magic prosthetics. And, uh, and it's just like getting more familiar was like, all right, dude, what happened? You know? And, uh, and just getting familiar with folks and making it like less weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Less weird for somebody like, you know, Vicente and I, they're still stuck and, uh, and interacting with, cause you know, when we're putting, when we're putting somebody into the car, it's a five point harness. You're reaching down into their junk to get the submariner belt and you're clipping around and you're, you're all up in his face, uh, clipping them down and cinching them in and connecting the comms and the helmet air and all that good yeah, stuff. You've never been in a race car and strapped in, dude. It is definitely, I mean, you are verklempt. I mean, you're, yeah. I don't think I've ever been in there. Well, yeah. so the, the chapter that you have, 
here in Colorado? Is there, do you guys have like monthly meetings or how, how do you guys interact with each other other than the events? Well, we have, have a Google oh, meet. Yeah, we do a Google meet every Tuesday. Evening. Oh, Google meet. Okay. And we don't have a Denver chapter. We just have our Google meet. They're primarily out, out of the West coast. Okay. Uh, you know, they, they they're, uh, you know, based out of California and we mostly do the, the West West coast, but we're branching out. They did a race, uh, an MSR and okay. um, they've done deer trail a couple times here in Colorado. Okay. So, um, yeah, they're branching out. And usually when you get there, your first, your first race, you work the pit, learn the ropes, you're on the fire bottle, you're doing, you know, you're learning, you know, if you, you're learning how we run our show and then every consecutive race after that, you're eligible to get in the race car. if you want. Nice. Okay. All right. I, I didn't get that part. All right. So I got distracted. <laughs> you look at all the different programs and you go, Whoa, that's awesome. Maybe I'll jump out of an airplane. Maybe I'll do some hunting. And then you get to the race cars and you go, yeah, I, race cars. Like, come on, dude. Of course I want to do that. And then you click and it brings you to a link, shows you a bunch of pretty pictures of me and the car, stuff like that. Some vets sprinkled in just to be legit. And then um, you email motors at rangerroad.org. That hits me and Jay, the other program manager, with an email. And... Um, we invite you to our meeting. We send you the link for the Google Meet, and we meet every Tuesday. Okay, you, all right. Kind of when shows they, up. When they say every Tuesday, they mean every Tuesday. Okay. Okay. So I want to join that because I tell you something that we used to do a long time ago uh, before COVID. We used to do what I call the uh, the skydiving for your Independence Day for your injury. I, I'd love to partner with you guys and, and get you guys involved with that as well. Uh, you know, cause it's not just a skydive. It's uh, the, the way I explain it. It's like, uh, it's like being baptized. Once you, once you get out of the plane and you know, you're on the ground, you, you have that feeling of, wow, I just did that kind of thing. And it's to kind of tell yourself, you know, I'm not going to let my disability, uh, you know, dictate what I can and when I cannot do in life. And it's kind of your independence of your disability. And I don't know, everybody that has ever done that, when we did that, I mean, they've, they've went on to bigger and, and better things. You know, and you see a guy, a double amputee or a triple amputee or a guy with a, you know, a horrific injury, maybe, um, burn scars or what have you, or blind, and they're doing all this stuff. You don't have a lot of time to be on the pity pot. You're like, you know, oh, poor me, I got a limp and I'm missing a finger. But when you see these <laughs> other guys that are more disabled than you are doing this kind of stuff, it really gives you a shot. It does me, it gives me a shot in the arm and say, hey, come on, man. Right. You know, get, get, get Dude, why can't you do this? Yeah, Look at get, him. Get, get with you the have program. no excuse. No excuse whatsoever. You know, we, the guys that uh, race in the GTI, they have hand controls. I mean, these guys are killing it out there with hand controls, dude. I mean, I'm just like, wow, it's just so impressive. And I don't know, I, I don't know if you have Jeff. I've I've never done it, but have you used the hand controls before? Yeah, driving yeah. around the paddock, just like four to six miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> it freaks me out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I couldn't imagine going three wide in a turn around Sears Point. Yeah. Well, you know. 
when you guys are talking about hand controls or the hand controls basically the uh the the push start for like pingle i think it's pingle that did that i don't know these are engineered by some engineering oh okay all right yeah like the guys that are in wheelchairs that are driving around and they use their hands for the acceleration and the brakes okay and steering and left hand they roll uh roll it down for acceleration and push the arm forward for the brakes oh okay all right we we set it up in a way so that the pedals are still active too like um if you're if you're an amputee but when you daily drive you're using whatever foot you got left um you the pedals are still active and we have the and it's all mechanical it's not like fly by wire it's you know when you push the pedal it's you know pushing the accelerator when you access when you um engage the accelerator or the brake it's actually pushing rods against the arms of the pedals but we usually in somebody who's like has hand control set up in their daily driver they are um they're on the pedals because they figure that's who's driving it is the person who's using the hand controls we got it set up so it's up on the arms above the pedals and there's and they're bent and formed so that Vicente could jump in and use both legs and you know there's room in there and stuff like that so every time we get a different driver because that's you know that's one of the first questions someone shows up we go okay are you stock and they go no and we go all right well are your you know do you have limbs chopped off do you have are they there they just don't work when you're doing your daily driver are you using your prosthetics do you operate with hand controls and some guys like uh jordan he's all left he's above knee amputee on the right and paralyzed on the right side so he drives leftover stump and left hand on the wheel and then um that's one of the times when we realized we need uh the fire suppression um access on both sides because we're like well what if we get somebody who's all left yeah you know we need them to be able to get to the fire suppression and then we added like transfer straps to the roll cage so that people aren't trying to you know reach around between the body and the cage to pull themselves up out of their chair over the roll cage and down into the seat and as as different people show up we make alterations to the car yes to accommodate that's amazing. shows up. And that's amazing. I have, I have a friend that is completely paralyzed on his left side. Like his arm dangles and he has to keep it in a sling so that he can be able to, you know, walk straight and stuff. So I will definitely have to get him involved with, uh, with you guys because he, he wants to ride so many times but he doesn't because of his left arm yeah you know, we have and- a solution for that we yeah. had that with we had that with jordan where in in certain race series that have like open cages um you have to have wrist restraints that they're not necessarily restraints they're cuffs that go around your arm and they keep your uh arm on or near the steering wheel so we took one of we took one of those put it on his right arm because he was doing a hard left and knocked the car out of gear. Um, and we were like, we have to address that. So it's not a problem again in the yes. future. So we put a wrist restraint and we actually connect it into the five point harness. Uh, that's right. Just keeps his, his arm 
right at his crotch. Yeah. And we also had a problem. I think it was Jose, Ray Ray. He was out there. And we have comms so that we can talk to the pit and talk to the drivers and make sure everybody's still doing well. And he's like, I don't have brakes. I don't have brakes. And we were all freaking out like, oh, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, did the hand controls come apart? And um, and then Major, he rolls up and he goes, he grabs the mic, uh, the, the radio, and he goes, hey, where are your feet, dude? And he looks down and one of his feet was under the brake pedal. So he was trying to access the brakes with the hand controls, but his foot was keeping him. And, he, and so... He let go of the steering wheel on a straight, pulled his leg out of the way, and he goes, oh, I got brakes again. We're good. So now we take another one of those wrist restraints. We put the left leg, the left foot against the tranny tunnel and the right leg over that, kind of like, you know, crisscross applesauce, like when it's uh, when you're sitting Indian style. And we have another one of those wrist restraints, and we put a high-vis tie around the cage. And at every one of the races, we bring over the first responders and the the track safety team and show them what's going on with our car and introduce them to who our who our drivers are and they're they get real familiar like okay you know because these guys will joke oh i can't feel my legs i can't feel my legs it's like yeah that's how you showed up quiet down yeah, <laughs> yeah they give a whole new meaning to the term lead foot you know <laughs> yeah totally and um you know, so we, you know, the first responders can't just run up to the car and bang on the lid and say, get out, because they'll get out, but then they'll be, you know, laying there next to the car. They're going to yeah. need a little bit more help. And uh, right. And we make sure that, like, that's one of the things that we've been doing a lot of lately is uh, drills, making sure everybody's really familiar with where the yeah. safety stuff is, what it takes to get in and out of that car in a hurry. Skills. And, um, yeah, we try uh, so, to. Uh, Jeff, I was going to say, um, you know, I know, you know, because like when you get out there, they'll tell you, you know, don't be worried about your lap times and don't be, you know, we want to maintain safety as a paramount um, concern. And, but, you know, we all, being guys, you know, there, we have women as well, but, you know, being a guy, we're, we all think we're race car drivers already. So we're like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to kill it out there and everything. But, um, you know, our top drivers, our top drivers are all amputees. They're the guys that are killing it, like Tommy and Major. These guys are just incredible, man. They're just incredible how uh, proficient they are on the racetrack, you know. And I've learned so much by uh, you know going out with them because, like, the first day you get there, we're setting up on the track on a Thursday, and then Friday is test day. And you're if you're new, you're even if you're not new, if you're going to be in the car that weekend, or if you're new. You're gonna be in there with a professional driver, and it, it, man, I'm telling you what, <laughs> you might even puke in the car because <laughs> you're gonna be feeling some g-forces that you've never felt before, dude. These guys just, man, you know. And then when you get out there for the first time, you have 150, anywhere from I don't know, 80 to 150 teams out there. So imagine being on a track with another hundred some cars, and you're in and out and they're cutting you off and then breaking hard oh my dude it's a rush it is a complete rush right and most of actually major and tommy they still got other limbs they're they just don't work from the way down yeah 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 they're paraplegics but they i think they still got the meat it just doesn't respond that much um right 
but uh yeah and you're out there and what the the really interesting thing is is that you're out there with the the series that we run with that sponsors us and has sponsored us from the beginning and looks out for us a lot is the 24 hours of lemons and that's not Le Mans, but lemons so, so that's this the platform is that you, ra you race on yes what's that that's the circuit that we race on correct that's who we've been racing with and um it's it's budget racing it's like sponsored by mom and dad or sponsored by <laughs> bill's donut shop you know yeah. and it's it's people it's not like you know you got miata or you know you, you're you're not sponsored by volvo you're sponsored by you know tim tomas sport tuning and um and jlo builders and and then random guys like you and me you know like hey man i, I want to that's awesome let me give you guys a couple hundred bucks because that's amazing so you're out there and you got some guys with really well-sorted cars and they're, you know, in the straights, they're doing 140 miles an hour. And then there's like the car that my son and I and our team, the Daewoo Tang clan was, it was a Daewoo Laganza where it was like top speed was like 91 and you never got to it. <laughs> so you're going down the street thinking like, yeah, check me out. And then somebody goes blazing by 40 miles an hour faster <laughs> than you. Yeah. You know? an and then you're in a turn and you look to your left and there's a Porsche with a GMC front end next to you. You're like, what's going on here? So it's, it's a really varied uh, experience because what ends up happening is you find the car that's, equally capable and that's who you're racing you know what i mean like we're not we're not trying to get fastest lap because we're we're all still new you know and um but you find somebody and you start mixing it up with somebody right alongside you and then later on that evening when the track goes cold they will come over they see the car and they come over and they go hey you know that was really fun and then they go what dude's in a wheelchair you know what i mean like hold on a second, you know, yeah. like it's, it's, it's an equalizer. You know what I mean? Like when you're out there you just look over to your right, you see a helmet and a guy getting it and passing you. You don't know who it is or what their story is. And, um, and then you come over and you're like, wait a minute, dude, you were doing that with hand controls. Like we were mixing it up. That's pretty amazing. And, yeah. Uh, and so Jeff, there's a couple guys in the, in the, on the team that have their professional license. Tell us a little bit about that. I know that's a, that's a, a, a possible. It's a it's an option for some guys. I'm I'm one of them that's interested in doing that and getting my professional license. Can you tell us a little bit you're, about that? You're going to be all over the place. You're getting huh? all into this. <laughs> oh, yeah, Vicente gets around. Um, so <laughs> he just called you a nonprofit whore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I'm in recovery. Um, so the uh, so there's different there's different. Um, licensing bodies there's scca there's um hdpe there's different bodies that will have track days that you could participate with that are not necessarily they're not with any particular it's not part of like 24 hours of lemons or lucky dog racing or cascade there's different programs that have they don't want people without experience on the tracks because when you get into um, racing circuits where there's no budget limitation, people don't want someone showing up with a, you know, with a hammered old, 
you know, handle a little bucket, show up with a Fiero, and you don't know how to drive it and end up being unsafe for the rest of the team. So mm-hmm. there's these different, or for the rest of the cars on the track. So there's different bodies that will look at your experience and then you'll go through some training with certified, recognized trainers, and then they'll give you a give you a license. And there's different criteria for different um, places. But uh, one of our guys, Tommy, who uh, lives near Houston, he's got um, he's got a car and he goes to a lot of track events. And um, he had an opportunity with a group called Hands On Driving Academy, where they actually have hand control cars and they they teach people um, how to drive on a track with hand controls. Um, and the, the group, I'd have to ask Tommy for specifically what group it was, but the group, they, they had three days of intensive training where you were driving with, and you're driving with like real hands-on experience on the track with them, a lot of like lead and follow, and then a lot of, uh, classroom discussion of what you know what's the right way to operate what's the um you know being predictable and what an apex is and a lot of the terms that are thrown around a lot of people like have heard the terms but don't really know what they're talking about they just want to sound like they know what's up these guys define these terms and give them a lot of uh of instruction and and then they go out on the track and and then the driver or the trainers will give them feedback like, hey, man, we just talked about this. And this is the part where, you know, where you're trail breaking or you're doing this in this part of the track and stuff like that. And what's really amazing, what we've been able to do is like Tommy and or Patrick was the one who just got recently licensed out there in Houston. Um, they help the trainers adapt the training to hand controls because you know, like you've heard it before, Vicente, when uh, when the trainer who supports us a lot is uh, Ken Fakuda from Skip Barber Racing School. Love Ken. Ken is an awesome guy. Totally he's amazing. amazing. He talks amazing. about like he's he's got methods, but he's used to training people with two arms, two legs and a manual transmission. And then you've got a guy who's like, I'm not using my legs and this is an automatic. So he's adapted sort of his training style and how he operates for um for our members and tommy and patrick are helping these other programs that are doing these teaching and trainings because we're trying to like take down some of the barriers between folks with mobility issues and racing and we've been able to like help five six tracks well let's see so there's there's We've we raced at uh, Sonoma Raceway, we raced at Thunder Hill Raceway, oh, raced yeah. at Oregon Raceway Park, Portland Ridge. International Raceway, Ridge. The Ridge, Button Willow, MSR Houston, and uh, NOLA down in New Orleans. And each time we show up, oftentimes we're the first people who are like transferring drivers and fueling with a team that has mobility issues. Either they're in a chair, they're walking on prosthetics, whatever it is, right? So we help all these different tracks um, set up 
to have that be part of their standard operating procedure. Like someone shows up, it's got mobility issues. There's these three uh, pit spaces for people to to operate because it's kind of hard to throw a dude in a wheelchair over a three foot wall. I mean, we would do it if that was the only option, but you know, trying to be competitive, you don't really get the option of hucking somebody over a wall. So we're helping take down some of the barriers and it's really good that um, whenever there's any resistance, they go, well, you know, maybe you guys could just fuel at your spot. Oftentimes we take the option of, no, we'd rather be down there in the, like everybody else doing the thing in the area where there's all the safety and, you know, um, and, and when we get any resistance, they, you know, they go, well, and then we just tell them, what about all these other tracks can do it? You, we'll help you find a solution and let's do it. So. Yeah. We love to um, hear. I can't. Like <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't play well with that one. And, you know, taking down barriers is, you know, a mission that a lot of other groups are also taking on. And we just so happen to be doing it um, for, for the motorsports, which is, which is really incredible. And we're getting written up in articles and, um, and yeah, Tommy was on the cover of a racing magazine recently. Yeah. Sports and spokes. Yeah. Tommy, did I know? Or? No. Oh, okay. Sad pal. He's one of the, he's one of the, uh, the, the, I thought he was talking about the, Tommy Two Guns. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. And uh, so, Jeff, Jeff, that's a perfect segue. So I got a little teaser for you. Um, right. The name of the song is Ranger Road Therapy. And I, right. you'll be happy to know that I've been working on it. So I'm going to give you a little, a, little, a, little, a little morsel. So Ranger Road Therapy is a damn good thing. Keeps me sane. With a grin on my face, Ranger Road Therapy. Wait a minute, I did I did it wrong. I completely screwed it up. Ranger Road Therapy <laughs> is a happy place. Is my happy place keeps me sane with a grin on my face. Ranger Road Therapy is a damn good thing. Keeps my juices flowing. Speed is king. Nice. So a little teaser there for you. All right. All right. Did you make that? Yeah, I'm writing a song. Wow. For them. I'm writing a song. I'm for impressed. Them. Yeah, I'm writing a song for them. So. uh you know, and again, we, we talked about this, Jeff, and I've been, you know, there's not a, a, a musically inclined person in the whole lot, but, you know, so it's kind of my, my I'm right, I'm kind of flying solo with this, but we've talked about, you know, because we host a, a, a potluck on Saturday nights at the race and we, we provide all the food. And so I told, man, dude, if we had a band, we could play music. Yeah, we could I make it a fundraiser. I, I'm really a, kicking it out. I have a tune that you could use today with that, you know? Yeah. You roll, you roll. You know, I have a tune that you can use. Like, you know exactly where I'm going with this. That used to be uh, Ranger Joe on uh, Full House. You could use that same kind of tune with this new song that you created. We're already going to get hit with one copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we took it enough today. Vicente, uh, <laughs> you should reach out to Colin. He plays guitar. Oh, does he? Yeah, Colin's, a, and he builds them too. Really? So. Yeah. Hmm. All right. We'll have to talk. Um, so yeah, he's he plays guitar and um, and builds guitars, so he could probably help you out. Um, right on, right on. Okay, that's awesome. Oh. And here's the other part too. Um, one of the things that I I really love mentioning is that 
all the all the good stuff that has come from uh range my involvement with ranger road motors is like because i i got involved in service when i was when i was a teenager and i wanted to be able to share that with my sons my sons show up and then next thing you know my son's best friend shows up and then their homies show up and next thing you know you look around and there's about sometimes as many as 12 like 20 to 26 year old kids that are like our labor force and these kids are like they're leaving wages behind they're telling their boss like hey man i need thursday and friday off and probably monday four or five times a year because i go and i volunteer with this uh veteran nonprofit, and if that's not something you'll get behind i'm gonna go work somewhere else and these and, guys are you know no, you look around and you not- see these kids that are um you know they're they're just there and they're these guys these kids they're they're picking up vets from the airport because we fly them yeah. in from all over the place yeah. they're shuttling them back and forth to the hotel they're setting up the well, that's what I was gonna say, Jeff. The these cars. guys are not slouches, All man. You say, hey, dude, I need you to do this. They Boom, are right. flipping burgers. Hey, man, I need they're hey, we need some car mixing pancake batter. They're you know, making it happen food. for the whole weekend long. And to look out and see... All these veterans smiling and high-fiving and having a great time and then seeing all these young kids, you know, young men and, and women, and they're bringing their girlfriends and their moms. And it's just like, it's such an amazing vibe. And that's really like, it, it goes right back to the, the mission statement for Ranger Road, which is helping people transition from military to civilian life by surrounding them with like-minded people and just in general, like positive people doing good things you know yeah and then we and, got, we got uh, pizza being able to pass and, that on to pizza and, this and Inger generation of kids is like oh man it makes me weepy it's just awesome it is you awesome it's really good to see especially for this generation i won't go, but i digress but yeah now we got pizza and, and Inger that put uh, out a phenomenal somehow movie. i'm muted oh no you're not muted um but i wonder if we lost sound because you're not are you not hearing us at all I can hear us. I can yeah, hear I can him, hear but he's him. not hearing us. Um, okay, so this is what we're going to do. Uh, we're... Are you sure we're not muted at all there? Nope. Jeff, you still there? Maybe you accidentally muted yourself, Jeff. Uh-oh. Oh, you know what we'll do? We'll go to the uh, go to the time to shine, and may- maybe that will kick into it. This is your time to shine, so, baby. It's your time to shine. Okay, all right. We're we're gonna wait for him to come back. Yeah. Uh, with him coming back, you know that's really good. That, Lots, really of good yeah. Lots of information, man. Lots of information. Um, oh my gosh! And, and I've primarily been involved with the racing and the scuba because you know I'm the combat diver in the military. So, but I, I, I'm a huge hunter, so I want to get involved with that. I want to do some of their. I would love to go to an uh, 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 MMA fight and sit ringside. I mean, cage side. There he is. <laughs> okay. 
I don't know what happened. I was yakking away, and then yeah, well, we heard everything that you said. You just can't hear us. Um, this is the last question that we'll ask, and we'll we'll let you get on your way throughout your day. Maybe we didn't set you up for the right question or for that right answer, and there's something that we didn't cover. And you'd like to make sure that you get that point across. This is your time to shine. To, to push out anything that you would like to. All right. So if you are a vet, know a vet, friends, you know, got a family member that's a vet that is um, either a great time or needs to find a great time, send them to rangerroad.org. And there's something there that will, um, there's one of the different programs that they will want to be a part of. If you work for a company or know of a company that is like, we would like to sponsor some good patriotic, you know, we want to show our gratitude, go to the same website. And there's multiple ways that you can, um, you can make a general donation or you can make a donation to a program that you'd like to see more of. And if you are a, um, a, a patriotic American that would like to see and be a participant in some amazing stuff with some amazing people that went out and like signed on the line to, you know, up to through life and limb to, to benefit you and you want to give back. There's opportunities for that too. go to rangerroad.org and look out for us. And, um, and then also keep in mind, we're just a bunch of meatheads. So if you don't get an immediate reply, try again. We'll get right. Yep. Yeah. Keep that following. Keep that follow up. I, I think people forget to keep fo follow up sooner or later. Uh, it'll happen. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, I, and, and like just you know, if you know somebody is on the road, um, I'll just tell them about Range Road, um, send them a link for the meeting so they can introduce themselves. I haven't had the best track record. I think everybody that I've included. Is either fucked up the car or are no longer with us. <laughs> well, once again, everybody, we've been talking to Jeff Langston. He is the director for the Ranger Road Motors. And, and it's uh, been an immense pleasure, Jeff. Yes, it has. Thank you so much for coming on, Jeff. I would really, we really appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you a call next week to continue. Yeah, and spread the word. Like, you know, let folks know that we meet every week and if uh and there's a place for everybody, even if you don't want in the car, if you're really good at flipping pancakes, that we got a spot for you. Yeah. Or you do a burlesque show or something. You know, right, yeah. Yeah. For entertainment. Or you can sing a song or you can play yeah. the drum. Vicente needs a band. Yeah, I need band members. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right, right, Jeff. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. We appreciate you. Have a blessed day. We'll talk soon. You too. Bye-bye. All right. That was a great so, interview. Until interview. the sound yeah, kicked yeah. in there. In yeah, the we had a little technological difficulties, yeah. but it, it, we, we, we panned out. Most definitely. All right. It is that time. We are going to get ready to do Tribute to Troops. And just so you know, Tribute to Troops is bradley jackson so with that being said when we come back we'll be hitting the final thoughts so whatever you do stay with us don't go away you're listening to the 
the morning show, which is soon to change. Stay tuned. So I don't, I don't know how to tell this story. Well, you got to, Joe. You tell the American people what these men did here. You tell them how my troopers died. Friends and family, thank you for tuning in today as MBR pays tribute to Army PFC, Marky e. Sims. On December 29th, 2012, at the age of 20, and while serving in his very first Army deployment, PFC Sims unfortunately was killed after enemy forces in the Panjwal district of Afghanistan attacked his striker unit with an improvised explosive device. PFC Sims was a native of Citra, Florida, and grew up as a multi-sport athlete playing both basketball and football at North Marion High School. On behalf of everyone here at MBR, we want to thank you, PFC Sims, for your service and dedication to this country. And our thoughts and prayers are with your family in their time of loss. Stripes, a hundred stories. It's the Pledge of Allegiance on the 4th of July. It's some handwritten letters from home. It's some sleepless nights alone. It's his newborn baby he left with his wife. Mr. Red, White, and Blue.
marching line, marching line. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the morning show. We're here with H Train. We've got Caveman and Mercury and Papa Docs uh, <laughs> taking a nap on the couch. You know, I, I got to give a huge shout out to Caveman. Caveman, you've been on fire been today. It. You've only it. made like a couple of mistakes, but other than that, you, you've been on fire. Mercury, you have a lot to, you have hey, a lot of shoes, shoes to, fill, to fill. Yeah. But ladies, you know, before we go into our final thoughts, I really want to reiterate this uh, this sports show that Caveman and Mercury are going to be doing. It's going to start this Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That means it's going to be noon here in the Colorado area and kind of share with what what you guys are going to be talking about. You guys are going to be talking about wrestling and football and, and what else? Mainly we'll kind of keep it in our, uh, block, mainly football and basketball. That's kind of what the two of us are like mainly into and watching right now. So like the most informative we can be is probably be to cover basketball or football. Um, I was thinking just kind of having like a, a final thoughts section at the end where yeah. I kind of go and, talk about some wrestling for a little bit and some MMA stuff. Nice. But. That means after the show today, I get to help them with their intro and with their logo and all that stuff would be Dude, sweet. Main <laughs> thing we are looking for is to get people to call in because we do want to, we have an idea for a random team generator. Okay. We, we're going to pick a starting lineup, offensive line and defense. And then we'll kind of get head to head with either like, a fictional team or like the longest yards roster or like a current NFL team. We want to hear what our fans think, see I'm, which I'm, team would win. We can kind of come up with a record for the 2024 year for however many teams we get. Uh, like the fans will say we'll win. From now on, when I go into a bathroom, I'm going to take a permanent marker and I'm going to put MBR's phone number and I'm going to say call for a good time. Yeah, and I'm going, to, go. I'm going to put you guys' show on there. See if you get anybody calling. Hey, man, I'm in the shitter. Can somebody bring me some toilet paper? Right, I need a little help here. I got a situation. Hey, we'll do our best <laughs> to help you out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's... I can't wait for that. It's going to be awesome. So that's going to be Very this exciting. Wednesday. We've got a full lineup. I on have Wednesdays. a feeling that Stokes going to come to their show first. They, they might. <laughs> they might. They might because he knows sports. You know. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, you know, however hurtful, but yeah, it makes sense. It, you know, uh, and one of the interviews I want to try to set you guys up with is D Huff Uncensored. If you've ever checked out that podcast. Uh, oh, it's yeah. a good podcast. Yeah. Um, he, he used to be my mentor when I interned at 1043 The Fan. He was in charge of all the interns, and uh, yeah, good stuff. And before we before we hit that final thoughts thing, 
Um, now the programs that Ranger Road does is let's name them. They do okay, the, so they do the racing Ranger the, Road motors. Do the racing, yeah. Okay, and then they do scuba diving. So if you want to get scuba diving, scuba dive, they have a program for that. Um, skydiving, of course. Skydiving. That's their biggest fundraiser event of the year. It's always in September, and it's called Freedom Jump. It's out in Davis, California, and they usually have two to three hundred people there. Wow. Okay. So it's a big event. Um, and then you know, I'm not sure if they if they have a program where you can get your certification or not, but um, it, it's a fundraising event, Freedom Jump. And then they do they have another branch called Rustic Healing. And they do hunting and fishing mm. expeditions or, you know, excursions. And um, they have uh, MMA. Um, as you talked about, Mikhail Venikoff, the founder, great guy. He has uh, MMA ties. He knows he knows uh, um, Dana White. And so he gets tickets to a handful of events every year. And you sit ringside, so I mean uh, cage side. So oh wow, excellent. I, I, that's another thing on my list. I, I would love, to, I would love, because I have a, I have a nephew that used to fight, and uh, my uh, a niece of mine, her husband used to fight. We used to go there. We loved it. It's so exciting. So I can imagine seeing a professional fight. That'd be awesome. You that'd know, talking awesome. about professional fights, you was asking earlier. You said that the movie had just came out. Yes, uh, Gold Claw, I think it's called. Yeah, the, I saw uh, that. Uh, I saw that this this uh, morning, I think, on, or last night. They were advertising for it. it just yeah. it just hit the movie theaters. Now, is it just movie theaters, or do they have that on like Hulu Plus or or uh, or streaming, or does it? You have to go to the movies for it. I think it, it is going to be on streaming because it's uh, an A twenty four movie. Okay, they're like a smaller company. Mm-hmm. They're okay. like they're growing because they have a lot of really good movies, but they're more smaller. So they used to be our only streaming companies. Dad, I guess we know where we're going after the show. We might go to we might go to movies to watch The Iron Claw. Well, we might do that too. Chick Fil A and go see The Iron Claw. There you go. Yeah, that sounds like a date. <laughs> we we uh, might. He's been waiting patiently over there. Dude. You better accommodate him. He's been waiting and waiting. Well, you know, it was funny because last week. My dad, it was it was kind of hot in the room. My dad went outside, and you know, I think it was Rado Dog. He was like, "Yeah, your dad sounds kind of cool." He's like, he's out there watching TikToks, listening to Nikki. My what is it? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, it's that time, ladies and gentlemen. It is the final thoughts. It's a two minute warning. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. We have ignition. Strap in. It's the two minute warning. Two minute warning. What we learned today. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Sponsored by OperationGoodBoy.com. Use code at checkout. Military Discount Radio. One thing that I was going to say before we we get into it is if you're listening or if you're viewing, you know, let us know. Make sure you comment or send us a message. What do you want to hear? What do you want to know? You know, we're not really here for us. We're more here for you. You know, just like we say after the end of the show, 
we want to talk about what you want. Uh, what yes. you want to be talked and about. We want to hear you from know? you guys. If yeah. you're a vet, Especially. we'd love for you to call into the show and just say hello or, like you said, give us some ideas of things you want to see. Um, we need more interaction from our veteran yes. community. Yes, we do. We really so do. maybe we'll have some like giveaways in the new year, like uh, third caller wins, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, we we could have totally did something like that today. We have a bunch of giveaways, like, different swag, different like journal, you know. Um, what did you learn today, V? Well, I learned today that uh, I need to be more respectful of the youth of America because, you know, I kind of have a skewed view of you know i have my, my oldest son moved home recently and he's kind of put a bad taste in my mouth but he's 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 not your generation so don't don't get to us let's go let's go he's a little older than you guys yeah you show up to work yeah you show up to work and he does that's one thing he does that. he has a hell of a work ethic he, he goes to work every day pretty much he's an electrician but just um to just to, just to realize that you know I can sit here and get pissed and I can get sit here and get mad about, well, you know, in my day we used to, you know, or I can just embrace it and say, Hey man, this is what it is. So just yeah. focus on the positive and don't dwell on the negative. That's what I learned today. You know, I think that was the, like the hardest thing that my dad had to deal with me because he was, he was brought up in a society in an era that, uh, no matter what it was, marijuana, no, 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 no. And I think him and my wife have kind of like curved that a little bit because they've noticed how much better my health has been. Oh, you mean he's been partaking with your wife? No, 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 no. He hasn't <laughs> been partaking it. No, no. But, you know, I got off the Percocets and I, with, with the edibles. And, like, you might think that it's kind of a cop-out trying to switch one thing out with another. But it's all like stages of getting better. Like I'm, I'm getting to the point this year where, you know, I'm gonna not only try to stop doing, you know, the the vaping thing, but you know, completely get off like the PTSD meds and and all that stuff. Because I honestly believe that if you use rehabilitation, you know, there's so many, so many rehabilitation efforts out there. There's you call it a queen. There's you know horseback riding. There's podcasting. There's um, racing. You know, racing. There's you know Hunting shooting arrows. Yeah, archery. I went to the archery challenge last summer. It was awesome, dude. If you love archery, highly recommend it. Um, and you know I'm kind of like you, uh, H. I've done it all, man. I've done individual therapy, group therapy. I've done medications. I've done. Uh, 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 counseling i you know still the meds all that stuff to me the best therapy for me is this kind of stuff yeah this kind of stuff that's what keeps me alive that's what gives me purpose other than my grandkids of course and i and like this because when you're talking and you're consistently talking you're getting better and you know we all know when you start out a show or when you're trying to get in your groove you're always going to be um um oh yeah it's that time ladies and gentlemen so um, what did you learn today? I learned a whole lot about Ranger Road. I, yeah. I thought it was just the racing because yeah. you'd spoken about it before. They yeah. have a lot more than I actually expected. 
and and we can get non vets involved you know non vets alike involved as well so all right it's uh, we're we're getting the knock knock so hit that closer and remember we're here for you not for us we're giving our veterans a voice that's the show for today everyone thanks for listening we'll be back next week with an all-new show and remember you can listen to us again and again the podcast of this radio show is available right after we go off the air tonight anywhere that you can get your podcast episodes and thanks for joining us